did you just tell me to say hi to my hair? <laughs> oh, you're going to get out of my hair. There you go. Uh, it's 8 o'clock. A bright, 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 sunshiny day. Solar glare, a factor on the roads. Wear your shades, pull down your sun visor, and uh, take a little extra time. Temperatures still in the lower 50s here in the Manchester area. The Bedford Police Department and Fire Department announced that their phone systems will undergo upgrades that will take them offline from midnight to 6 a.m., Tomorrow morning, the upgrades actually started last night at midnight, which put the system offline until 6 this morning. But they didn't tell anybody it was happening until a notice was issued at 5 yesterday evening. Those who need to contact either department for non-emergency purposes while the system is down are asked to call 471-0353. 911 service will not be affected. Three state representatives have called on St. Gobain Performance Plastics in Merrimack to connect the more than 100 Bedford properties to the Manchester Waterworks. The properties have all been contaminated by per 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 acid from the plant. Deputy House Majority Leader John Graham, Assistant House Majority Leader David Danielson, and Assistant House Majority Whip Terry Wolf, three of Bedford's seven state reps, sent a letter to St. Gobain's Director of Environment, Health, and Safety, Edward Canning, making the demand. Hundreds of properties in Merrimack, Litchfield, Amherst, Bedford, and Manchester have been contaminated by the chemical from the plant. Mayor Ted Gatz has quickly negotiated a deal that resulted in St. Gobain paying to connect contaminated properties in South Manchester to the city's water system. The work has long since been done. In a letter, uh, lawmakers wrote, quote, The residents of these homes have been significantly impacted since they learned of the contamination in April 2016. Families cannot brush their teeth, rinse food, or drink water from the tap in their own homes. Residents had expected to be hooked up to municipal water by November 2016. While many homes in southern New Hampshire have been connected to public water, Bedford property owners have not. And they have been told to wait for a decision in late September. Calling the delay unacceptable, the lawmakers said that the people of Bedford cannot wait for this to be dragged out until the spring of 2018. Manchester Police Chief Nick Willard has used the powers vested in him by city ordinance to decree that the children of Manchester shall be allowed to trick or treat on Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st from 6 to 8. As is the custom in the Queen City, residents who want trick-or-treaters to come to their home should leave the outdoor light on, preferably the one near the door they want used. Those who can't be bothered to let the little ghouls and goblins on their door stoops should keep the outdoor lights off until trick-or-treat is over. News from Rome Backyard continues after this. Hi, this is Kimberly Moore, an anchor of Political Buzz. Join me every Monday morning at 8.20 as I alert you to important bills pending in Concord and give you a piece of my mind only on Gerard at Large. Late yesterday afternoon, New Hampshire House Speaker Sean Jasper, Republican from Hudson, released information on fraudulent voting he obtained in response to a request he made to Secretary of State Bill Gardner and Safety Commissioner John Barthelms. Jasper's inquiry sought statistical information on the efforts of both departments to match voter checklist information to help the legislate uh, voter checklist information with records of the Department of Safety. In a statement released yesterday, Jasper said he requested the information to help the legislature assess the effectiveness of the state's current election laws and determine what, if any, future legislation was needed to improve voter registration and verification processes. Here's what we know based on the information provided in Jasper's uh, uh, re- in response to Jasper's request. 
6,540 individuals registered to vote on November 8th, 2016 using an out-of-state driver's license. As of August 30th, only 1,014 or 15.5% of those voters have been issued a New Hampshire driver's license. As of August 31st, the rema- uh, of the remaining 5,526 individuals, only 3.3% had registered a motor vehicle in the state. Also, as of August 31st, 5,313 or 81.2% of the individuals who used an out-of-state driver's license had neither held a New Hampshire driver's license nor a uh, nor had registered a vehicle in New Hampshire. 196 people on the checklist are being investigated for possibly having voted twice, once in New Hampshire and in another state during the 2016 general election. There's more, of course, and we've published it with this newsread at com. In a related news item, District 19 State Senator Regina Birdsell, Republican from Hampstead, issued a statement following a federal court's decision not to hear the lawsuit filed by the State Democratic Party and the League of Women Voters. Attorney General Gordon McDonald had asked the federal court to hear the case brought by the Democrats and the League to block implementation of Senate Bill 3, which allegedly tightens up our state's drive-by registration and voting laws. In her statement... Uh, uh, Birdsell said the lawsuits originally claimed the law, which she sponsored, violated both the state and federal constitutions, but that the plaintiffs dropped the portion of their claim pertaining to the U.S. Constitution, leaving the federal judge no choice but to deny McDonald's request to have the federal court hear the case, said Birdsell, quote, This decision was made by the plaintiffs in order to keep the lawsuit in New Hampshire courts, which tells me they lack confidence that their case would hold up in the federal court system. I remain confident that New Hampshire uh, court system will find the language of Senate Bill 3 to be constitutional and look forward to the process ahead. The Diocese of Manchester has announced that the Most Reverend Peter A. Labashi, Bishop of Manchester, will ordain 10 men to the permanent diaconate tomorrow morning in a Mass at St. Joseph Cathedral. The ordination will start at 10. Those who will be ordained include Kevin Cody, Carl Cooper, Joseph Dion, Leland Fashnacht, Richard Hilton, Stephen, uh, Stephen Kaneb, I'm probably saying that wrong, but K-A-N-E-B, Fenton Moore, Randy T. O'Neill, Terry Sullivan, and Lamb Tran. Once ordained, they will be deacons in the church. The faithful are asked to pray for them. That's news from our own backyard. Draw at large. Hour three is next.